I'm sure you've scrolled through your phone or laptop to find the perfect diet or diet approach, especially now that summer is here and we're pressured to have that bikini body. Whether we really want it or not, or we really care about it, it's everywhere to have that perfect bikini body. But So what's a woman to do? You start scrolling to find that perfect program that just might help you lose a few pounds, make it easier to eat consistently, healthy, not overcomplicate meal planning, and make meals less time-consuming now that the kids are gone and you might have come across clean eating. Also, I was recently asked in a podcast interview what I thought about clean eating, and let me tell you that I have very strong feelings about this diet approach, which I'll share in today's episode. I'll also share what clean eating is and what it's not, and why I would recommend not to overcomplicate your meal and meal planning and eating strategies with the clean eating approach. This is a bonus session that I felt compelled to share with you now that summer is here and we're getting this bikini message right and left and we may not feel ready or good enough to wear a bikini, which doesn't really matter. You wear a bikini whenever the heck you want to wear a bikini. You don't need a special body to wear it. And in your search, you might have come across clean eating. So welcome to the Pursue Your Spark podcast. I'm Heike Yates. I'm the host of this podcast. I want to welcome all my new listeners and hello and welcome back to our current listeners. Thank you for being here today. This will be a power-packed episode for you and I can't wait to get into it. And I want to encourage you to subscribe wherever you consume this content. We're putting out this content all over major podcasting platforms and YouTube. So if you've not been over to Heike Yates' YouTube channel, make sure you head on over and subscribe. We have other content that drops exclusively on our YouTube channel. Did you know that Pilates and intermittent fasting combined is the most effective way to lose body fat and supercharge your energy for an empty nester mom over 50? without another diet or spending hours working out. Let me show you how to recapture your health as an empty nester mom over 50 so that you can enjoy an active lifestyle without feeling left behind or stuck in old habits that no longer serve you. Check out the Empty Nest Reboot Program where I share my secrets to a healthy, strong, and fit body for the empty nester mom over 50. Today, I talk about three tips to start eating whole foods instead of eating clean. Let's jump into today's feature content. I'm Heike Yates, a fitness and nutrition coach with 30 years of experience. I empower empty nester moms over 50 to take back their health and strength to feel vibrant in their second half of life. Right now, you're joined by thousands of empty nester moms around the world who stop dimming their light and instead ignite their spark. On this podcast, I do what I do best, taking complicated information about fitness, nutrition, and mindset strategies and breaking it down into baby steps that are simple, actionable, and reliable so you can implement them into your life. 
I regularly interview some of the most inspiring guests who share their honest stories on how they went from their worst to their best in life so that you know you're not alone in your struggles. Join me as we redefine what aging looks and feels like by taking action and saying, yes, I can. This is the Pursue Your Spark podcast. What does clean eating actually mean? The phrase clean eating started with good intentions. It implied eating whole foods, natural foods such as vegetables, fruits, whole grains, nuts, oils, seeds, and animal and plant-based proteins. It also meant eating less processed and packaged foods. It was also encouraged to cook at home, finding healthy ingredients for your meals. What are the eating clean principles? I want to share those so you have an idea of what it actually means or is if you have not come across clean eating. Number one, you eat six meals a day. You eat breakfast every day within an hour of getting up. Number three, you eat lean protein and complex carbohydrates at every meal. Number four is have two or three servings of healthy fats every day. And finally, get fiber, vitamins, nutrients, and enzymes from fresh fruit and vegetables. The original concept poses the question, where does our food come from? Encouraging reading labels and understanding what's in your food is a practice I wholeheartedly support. There are a lot of variants to clean eating, but it refers to eating foods that are as close as possible to their natural state. This encourages us to make our meals from scratch to make them as clean as possible, stated the Mayo Clinic. But in the end, clean eating is a fat diet based on the belief that consuming whole foods and avoiding convenience foods and other processed foods offers certain health benefits. I don't want to criticize anyone for how they eat and what they do, but I want to provide my evidence-based opinion. Clean eating has now taken on a new, misguided meaning supporting the diet culture we live in, with the idea that being thin is what's desirable, disregarding our health. So if you're not eating clean, what you otherwise eat is dirty and unhealthy, which is simply not true. Clean eating encourages the concept of foods grown more environmentally conscious. There's nothing wrong with that. But disregards the time required to find the perfect farm fresh organic grown foods and the budget to buy such foods. foods. That excludes anyone that doesn't have the time or the money to eat healthily based on those principles, shaming those people into being unhealthy and less clean. So many women already feel bad about themselves and their eating habits, like the bikini body is a perfect example, and eating clean is contributing to that feeling. We don't need that. There will be a link in the show notes pointing you into my post about how to stop emotional eating to control your life, which might be very helpful to some of you. So is 
Clean eating always good for you? Well, eating clean doesn't mean that person is taking the best approach to their health. Eating clean can turn into an obsession. Spending hours finding the cleanest food or the best ingredients or going through every ingredient list, googling the names to know exactly what they mean and whether or not you should eat that tortilla because this one has 10 ingredients, this has five ingredients, this is just the flour or whatever ingredients there are, can take a mental and physical toll punishing yourself because you cannot find the cleanest food. Some medical experts call this fixation orthorexia nervosa, which translates into fixation on righteous eating. According to an article in the Social Science and Medicine Journal, many clean eating diets fall under the banner of orthorexia. While people with orthorexia nervosa might already eat healthy foods, their obsession with foods are unhealthy. Did you know that some foods are dirty? And I'm not talking about the dirty dozen. You know, the vegetables and fruits we shouldn't eat because they have so many additives on there. But based on the clean eating principle, additives in, in foods like vitamin D in orange juice are not allowed. Again, here's a restriction. A life with restriction, eating with restriction, never a good plan. But Vitamin D strengthens your bones and increases your iron levels. So while this may not be considered pure, it definitely can help someone reach their nutrition needs. Personally, I don't drink juices because they're so high in sugar, but that's a topic for a different episode. But I take a vitamin D supplement every day to help me boost my energy, same help strengthening my bones. Um, I'm 61, I definitely need to watch out for osteoporosis, and it helps me feel better. So there's nothing wrong with that. If you do drink juice, drink it in moderation, but additives in foods are not always bad. Is clean eating healthy? Clean eating means a person is trying to make better choices about the foods they eat. Not a bad thought overall. Many healthful diets don't limit the preparation or packaged food as clean eating does. A healthy diet doesn't have to be restrictive or eliminate food or food groups, but allows the person to choose what works best for their health. That's right, what works best for their health. We all are not a cookie cutter. We all have different needs. We all have different styles. We all have different approaches. Some like cooking, some don't. But I'm sharing a link with you in the notes as well called the five simple strategies to declutter your nutrition habits where you can see the nutrition habits that work for you and the ones that don't and that don't serve your health. So let's dive into the three tips to start eating whole foods instead of eating clean. Number one, eat plant-based food more often. It's a no-brainer in this day and age where we all look for healthier, more nutritious meals from the vitamins and minerals. But loading up on vegetables doesn't mean you just eat vegetables. Start with vegetables. The rest of the plate will fall into place I like to call with lean proteins, whole grains, and healthy fats. That doesn't mean you'll always eat the same salad. And this is one thing that women do often. They're like, oh, I'll just go in between at lunchtime and, and get myself a big salad and I add this and that and the other. 
it becomes also monotonous. And think about this, as much as this salad is healthy, if you end up eating the same type of vegetables, the same ingredients, your nutrition will be one-sided. But it's a great start, so pile on those veggies, don't use so much lettuce. Or instead, consider tweaking your sandwich by adding a side of cucumber and tomato slices and your smoothie by adding spinach, avocado, or berries, or ant berries. It's very tasty. If This is a good way to get in all those minerals and vitamins that keep us vibrant, that keep us healthy, that give us the energy we need to do life and to do everyday tasks. This simple strategy is so helpful when trying to eat more vegetables or fruits. Number two, eat food, not food claims. What I mean by that? Don't be distracted by the labels on specific foods claiming it is healthy. Instead, read the labels of the foods you buy to get a better idea of what is in the food you plan to eat. Some claims are legit, but others are not so much. We know that water has zero calories. Really? Yes, I've seen this on a bottle of Think of Perrier. It's like zero calorie food. Nutrient content claims describe the level of a nutrient in a product using such terms as free, high, low, or they compare the level of the nutrient in a food to that of another food using terms such as more reduced, uh, as more, light. So you have seen those uh, versions. It was very popular about 10 years ago, maybe, where uh, fat-free cheeses were the rage. And I bought them too. I was like, wow, I'm doing myself something good. But when it's free, high, low, or it doesn't have something in it, then something else replaces that what's not in it. Like in low fat, well, they took out fat. They have to put something else as a filler to make it taste and feel the right way. As you're reading the labels, I don't want you to go down, like I said, and micromanage your labels and and look for the least ingredients, which is great, but keep it within reason. Don't be distracted by the claims that they make on the boxes or the bottles or the containers and be wary. Eat the food, not the food claims. And number three, not all packaged or processed food is evil like we're made to believe. Because when you think, I mean, the first thing that comes to mind when I think packaged or processed foods are frozen dinners. Don't ask me why this comes to mind, because I think in my entire 61 years, I maybe had one frozen dinner. Maybe it was such a bad experience that this is the only thing I remember about. So I said, things like, look for the shortest list of ingredients and avoid those where you can't pronounce the ingredients. I've said this before, but there are some important exceptions. So before you buy, ask yourself, are the ingredients supposed to be in the product? And that goes with number two, looking at the food claims on the back. Uh, around the bottle. What should be in bread? What should be in a bottle of ketchup? So of course, how we process food matters. Some ingredients can change, like being frozen, fermented, or sprouted. When I'm thinking 
uh, frozen corn, frozen peas. They are all flash frozen, locking in the ingredients. So sometimes also when you go for fruit, all the fruit is meh at the grocery store. And you God knows you don't know if it's genetically engineered or where it's coming from, but it just does not taste like a peach. I'm sure you can relate. So sometimes frozen things are even better because they are flash frozen, minimally processed, and they actually taste like a peach in this case. So these changes of how we process food that makes them equally or more nutritious than the ones we find normally. They're minimally and ultra-processed foods. For more on how foods are processed, check out the link in the show notes on how to tell which foods are processed, how they are processed, and which process they go through so you can make a decision if this is a food you want to eat or not. Creating healthy, balanced meals help you boost your vitality. However, worrying about finding the cleanest food can take the pleasure out of eating and meal planning and instead create stress and uncertainty. The last thing I want for you is to stress about what you are allowed to eat and what not, making you feel bad if you don't eat clean. So ditch eating clean and opt for whole foods and do the best you can with what you got because you keep learning along the way as you're listening to the podcast and learn more about nutrition and fitness strategies that are ideal for the woman over 50. But instead, focus on creating balanced meals with lean proteins, the least amount of processed carbohydrates, and healthy fats, and enjoy your meals. If you like help with your meal strategies, then check out the Emptiness Reboot program. I mentioned it earlier, where I'll teach you how to incorporate healthy lifestyle strategies that are sustainable. No dieting, no leaving out foods, no crazy approaches, just simply straight strategies, finding what works for your body, what what gives you what I call the biggest bang for the buck. So with that, my friends, I am super excited that I'm here with a surprise bonus episode, but I thought I needed to talk to you before everybody leaves for the summer, and I want to support you in your health goals. Reach out to me on Instagram or on Facebook at Heike Yates and let me know how I can help you. If you have any questions about the Emptiness Reboot program, let me know. I'll be sure to respond. I always respond, including social media. So if you leave me a direct message, a DM as it's called, I will get back to you. And no question is too silly. Remember that. So with that, my friends, I'm out of here. Have the most amazing day. Enjoying the summer day, hopefully. And I'll see you next time on the Pursue Your Spark podcast. Ciao.